Good evening. I am the Reverend Dr. Pamela Robinson, and I am the host of the Lotus Flower Podcast here in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And today I am super excited to be coming to you once again with a very intriguing conversation. This evening, we have with us a very special guest that happens to be my second cousin. She is a wonderful young lady that resides in Southern Florida. Her name is Heather Bass. And Heather is a young lady that is actually a newlywed. She's been married roughly six months. Also, she's the proud mother of a jolly and spirited little toddler that definitely keeps her busy. I am so grateful to have Heather as our special guest this evening. Heather has founded her own business. She is an entrepreneur. The name of her business is Beauty Pie Beats. She is a makeup artist. She started her business in January of 2019. She was inspired by the love that she found in cosmetics since she was a child. Watching her mother do hair for many, many years influenced her to want to help other women feel good about themselves. At Beauty Pie Beats, we provide quality makeup and hair care services. There are also services that will be added to the website this fall. You may contact Beauty Pie Beats at www.beautypiebeats.com. According to Heather, she says that she thanks the Lord Jesus Christ for giving her this vision. And she thanks him daily for keeping her and letting her know that without him, she can do nothing. And with God, all things are possible. Heather, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you so much for having me. Say anything. Yes. I can't hear you. Oh, can you hear? You can. Now I can. Okay. <laughs> yes. Would you like to uh, say anything before we start our conversation? Yes, ma'am. I would just like to say, um, Dr. Pamela, thank you so much for having me. I admire what you do. You're always so professional. You always look so nice when you come on air and it's very encouraging. And I'm very happy that you've had me on the podcast today. I'm very excited. Thank you. Thank you. And I would like to tell our listening audience that there is one really best kept secret of, well, two about this young lady. One is she was actually in the military. Yes, yes. 
And what branch of the military were you in? Well, I'm actually um, back in the military starting on the 26th of this month, um, but I am a United States Marine and I've been in the Marine Corps since January of 2014. Oh, good. And so you must have gone right out of high school. Um, about two years after high school, yes, ma'am. I see. And also another best kept secret is the one I love the most. And she's probably like, what is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And that is, she is a beautiful songstress. She sings just like an angel. Now she probably oh, won't thank you. she's very she is she's very humble, so she probably won't tell you that, but I'm gonna tell you. She's been singing in church since probably probably you could all you remember, I would imagine, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So she's been singing in church for a long time, and it's actually her grandfather's and my Uncle John's uh, church, our, our family church in Penny Farms, Florida. And the name of the church is? New Hope Baptist Church. Yes, and it's pastored by our cousin, and which is her uncle, um, Pastor Adrian Andrews. And uh, we are so happy today that after we end the broadcast this, this evening, Heather has promised to bless us with a song. Yes. So, without further ado, I would like to begin our conversation. And I would like to ask you, Heather, um, as we have our conversation, can you tell me how your parents would describe what you do for a living? Would, how my parents would describe what I do. My mom, um, we have a strange relationship where she is not very hands-on, but when I'm not around, she loves telling people what I do and that I do makeup and that I do hair and that I basically followed in her footsteps with the makeup and hair. My dad, with him being a man, I think he knows that I do makeup and he knows that I do hair, um, but he's proud of me when he sees me, um, you know, when he sees my work, sometimes I'll show him like, hey dad, look at this, you know, I, I did this lady's wedding or, I was able to do this lady's wedding for, I'm sorry, her makeup for her birthday party. So they're both very proud of me and what I do. They just have a weird way of showing it. Okay. Um, can you tell me um, what is something people seem to misunderstand about you? Mm. Um, I think something that people seem to misunderstand about me is my personality. Um, I'm a very outgoing person. I'm a very talkative person. I can start a conversation with a rock. Um, I, don't have a, <laughs> I don't have a problem uh, talking. And I think with having that type of personality, Pam, um, people seem to mistake that for me being very um, non-observant because I'm always talking and I'm always communicating, but I watch a lot. I do sit back and observe and I watch a lot. In the midst of me being the you know, the party and the outgoing person, I do observe a lot. And I, I can have those times where I'm kind of quiet. Um, I've also learned that sometimes when you're that person that's always happy and go lucky, when you're quiet, people think there's something wrong. You know, like, oh my gosh, is everything okay? But, you know, sometimes I just need to take that time to kind of recollect myself and my feelings. So that's something that I think some people can miscommunicate sometimes. Now, have you always been an outgoing person, even since you were a little girl? Yes. As, as far as I can remember, always been 
crazy. Just yes, I've always been that person. Um, the the party starter, um, the outgoing one. That's always that's all. As long as I can remember, that's always been me. Yes. So I would imagine that um, your parents probably had to harness some of that energy at times. Yes, especially in church. That's I think I've got majority of my disciplinary actions in church. <laughs> you mean whoopings. <laughs> right, right. I didn't want to because some people are like, oh, whoopings. But yeah, whoopings happen a lot in church because I, as a child, I didn't know all the time how to separate, okay, church is a place where you sit. You, you thank God and you praise him, yes, but you do it in a different way than you do on the playground. And that was something, as a child, that was hard for me. It was. Okay. And, <laughs> and of course, I'm sure that you, when you were getting, receiving this, these whoopings or disciplinary actions, I'm sure that at times you probably didn't understand why they were doing this. And you probably thought, well, as all of us do as kids, like they're mean, you know, they need right. to stop and understand where I'm coming from. Right. So did, you feel, did you feel that way? Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget a time in Penny Farms and you've not, you know, you, you now that you've recently been to Penny Farms, you see that it's very, rural, very country. Um, a cousin of mine, Martin, uh, one weekend we were having a fish fry um, at my Auntie Barbara and Uncle Adrian's house and we were all in the yard and me and him walked off and he had a pack of matches. So he thought it would be cool to go in the woods and strike matches at night. I think it was like a June or July, very dry, you know, Florida's very dry. And we lit these matches, nothing lit on fire, but when we came back, we smelled like fire. So I just remember getting the worst, one of the worst whoopings that I've gotten. And then I had to sit in the house by myself and it was dark. And that was kind of like my punishment afterwards. But I just thought my aunt was so mean. And my auntie Adeline was the one that whooped us. And she is only like four foot three. Yes. So, but she gave us the worst whooping and oh my gosh, as I sat in that house, I just was, I was going to run away and I just felt like nobody loved me and it wasn't even my idea. But you know, when you get older and then now with me having a child of my own, you, something really bad could have happened from that. We could have set penny farms on fire. We could have hurt ourselves. You know, we could have burn something down you know it's like the older you get you realize the value you know in those disciplinary actions but at the time it's like oh i hate adults you know they're just here to make you clean up and whoop you all the time but i definitely did struggle with that as a child but the older that i got you know you kind of see oh that's why you know that happens so i'm happy that i had it really does take a village i believe to raise a child and i'm happy that i had or have still those family members that were so close and didn't mind taking us with that switch, but those same lessons stick to me now. So it was definitely, you know, it wasn't for no reason. It definitely had purpose. It wasn't for naught, and thank God for that. And I, I recall uh, Penny Farms, and I, my dad, my dad, which is your grandfather's uh, brother, your late grandfather's brother, and my late dad. Yes, right. Uh, he would he would bring us down to Florida every summer throughout my when I was a child. So we had a lot of experience in Penny Farms, and we also lived with my grandma, Big Mama, for about two years. When my biological mom passed away, we lived down there 
and all. So I remember Penny Farms and I, and to this day, I just love it. And I thank God for the closeness of the families that are yet in that community that are the village. Thank God for your village, Heather. And I'm so glad that you said you grew out of that discipline, knowing that it's definitely necessary. The Bible says that you have to train a child up in a way that they should go. And when they are old, they would not depart from it. So that's that's biblical. I want to ask you, though, what makes you feel inspired or like yourself the best? What makes me feel inspired or like my... Honestly, um, Dr. Pamela, I know that I'm different. Um, and I, I do truly believe that I'm set apart. And in saying that, um, not to sound cocky, not to sound like I think I'm better than anyone else, but when you when you try to fit in for so long, because I struggled with that, you know, really hard, especially through my teenage years, high school and being a young adult just trying to fit in, you know, not wanting to stick out, you know, um, it, even with my Christian life, you know, I knew that that was in me from day one. You know, my mom talks about all the time how I literally have been in church since I was about a week old and not until my adult life, you know, when you get around that age, 21, 22, you know, I had my own apartment, I had my own car, my own job, you know, I felt like, hey, I don't need this anymore. You know, I, I want to go out there and see what the world has, you know, and I tried so hard to fit in, but it was like, God showed me daily that you have a calling that I, I had a greater purpose. Not that I was better than anybody else, but that he had better for me. And literally being in positions where I'm just trying to blend in with the crowd, you know, I know that God has a calling on my life and it's hard sometimes, um, Dr. Pamela, when you have to set yourself apart, when you have to take yourself out of those familiar situations and those familiar places to, to truly do whatever it is that, that God wants you to do. And I know that I've been set apart. I've known that for a while you now. I think about, I would say about 10 years, more into my adult life. And I'm only 27, but more into my adult life, I've realized that, you know, there's a greater purpose. And, you know, Living in the world these days, I feel like you can either explore that purpose and try and turn it into what you want to turn it into. And it may, it won't necessarily flop. You know, I feel like some people feel like, oh, if you don't do it exactly this way, you may get some success out of it, but it's nothing like the success that God has for you. And so I just made the decision, um, Dr. Pamela, that I, I don't know exactly how every step, you know, but I know that if I trust God and if I continue to lean on and depend on him and grow in him, he'll just wean me right in that direction that he needs me to go. And I know that I'm different. And I know that as long as I put him first, I may not do every little thing right, but as long as I walk in his light, keep him first, acknowledge him, I know for a fact that he's going to lead me and guide me exactly to where he wants me to do. I want everything that God has for me. I don't want to miss out on not one, not one drop. I need it. I need every bit of it, you know? So I just, I know that I'm set apart and I just, now it's about me and God just talking about it and, and getting where I need to get. But I've known for, for years now that he has a greater purpose for me. Amen. And it's like getting into alignment. You know, right. when the car is out of alignment, what does this do? It just oh, yeah. all over the place. 
Right. It, it still is a car, right? It still has the four wheels and it has the engine and everything, but it's out of alignment. So it's not going to run properly. You're going to lose gas. Your tires are going to ball faster and all of that, just like it is with our lives. We run into all types of roadblocks and obstacles and all because simply because we're out of alignment. And the Lord, when we listen to him, like you said, in all of thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. So if you have to encourage a young woman that's listening to you right now and they are on the fence, not knowing where they're going to do and what their gift is and they might feel like they know that they're different, and but at the same time, they they don't want to be picked at and called, you know, like you don't fit in with us, and you don't you don't know how to run with the crowd and all that. I don't know the new terminology, the new words that you all use, but I know my <laughs> called it. They called it square. You know, you were square, whatever. So if you had to encourage a young lady that's listening right now to go ahead and move on into your purpose and be different be proud of that you unique what might you say to that person that's listening right now um to that young lady because i speak from still in a sense being that young lady just not to go exactly into bible terminology but you just literally have to in all thy ways um acknowledge him um, and he's not going to let you stray. He'll direct you. And that's a scripture that sticks out to me. Um, it's easy. It's so easy to get caught up in the norm and what you see on social media. I'm, I'm big on Instagram. I've kind of reeled back a little bit because of some personal situations that I've been dealing with. And it's important to take that time mentally. Um, but I would definitely say separate yourself you have to whether it be now or later I feel the moment that you realize or the moment that God puts that in your spirit that he has something else for you to do you have to start acting on it because I'm a firm believer that if you don't allow God to use you he will just as quickly as he chose you he'll choose someone else Mm -hmm. and I've been told that for so long you know I've always been so shy with singing and People, you know, like, hey, well, I heard you, you Kathy's daughter, you can sing. And I, I get so shy and I'm still kind of like that now, but I don't want to be ashamed of what it is that God has blessed me with. Um, so to that young lady who may be struggling, I would just say the struggle never ends. You know, you just you get into the struggle, you realize the struggle and you start acting upon and trying to turn a struggle into a success story. Of course, I feel like that's something that we all want to do. But I would just say the moment that God pricks your heart, the moment that that situation where you literally feel like you're a a green, what's it called? A green thumb sticking out amongst other thumbs that are all the same color. You know, you're different. Start acting upon it. You know, those friends that you maybe hung out with last week, you're busy this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe that young man who you know that is not meant for you, maybe let him know. I feel like the quicker that we acknowledge God and what he has for us, Mm -hmm. it's, it's easier. I feel like that moment, it can become that much easier. It's not going to be completely easy, but the moment that you acknowledge him, in all your ways, in your conversations, in your prayer life, mm-hmm. in your your friendships, in your relationships, acknowledge him. 
give him your time. And that's something that I've started to do within the last week or two. You know, I think I told you the other day, I just had an unexpected moment where I just found myself in tears. I dropped to my knees, just getting up, taking uh, my husband had just left for work and I just got my baby off to daycare. And it's just so amazing how God will deal with you. You would think he would do it in church when you're all dressed up and the choir is singing and you're just in that moment. But when God wants to deal with you, mm-hmm. he'll do it while you're driving down the road. It's just yeah, like, Lord, please just let me pull over if I need to. Yeah, but I, I just realized, and I don't know if it's me becoming an adult or me experiencing an actual change in my walk with God, but mm-hmm. just give him your time. Um, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in the world and friends and this and that, but you have to acknowledge the person that actually gave you that opportunity that put you here. And mm-hmm. once you do that, once you just acknowledge him even a little bit, I feel that's the moment that it starts to get easier. That's right. And you told me about the visitation. I believe it was the Holy Spirit that right. came upon you and visited you. And cause you to just just break before the Lord, just like a vessel of water. You know that you know the story probably about the lady with the alabaster box. And right. She, she poured the water on the Lord's feet. Well, the Lord just like you, He just He caused you just to break in front of Him that day and cry out to Him like like never before. And you were open to that. You were not quenching the Holy Spirit. You know they say don't quench the Spirit when it comes you know, you let go and you let God. And I hear the young lady, ladies and men that are listening to let go. Even if you don't understand what the Lord is doing at that time, you still have to let go. And I heard you also say that it might come at a a time where you're least expecting it. The Lord may visit you at a time where you are least expecting it. And that shows growth. That shows true faith and trust in him. We walk by faith and not by sight. And so when the Lord shows up and we don't know what's going on and and all, and we still are open and we let him have reign in our lives at that particular time and moment, then he's going to come in even stronger the next time because he knows that your vessel is welcome to him. That's it. That's it. Yes. And, and that is the beginning of, like you said, the beginning of accepting that call, whatever the call is that he has on your life, he's going to make it more clear every day. And for those that are listening to the podcast, this is for you also. He's going to make your calling clear to you every day, the more you draw nigh to him. I want to ask you, Heather, if you woke up tomorrow morning and you Imagine with me, use your sanctified imagination with me right now. <laughs> so you imagine you woke up tomorrow morning and you got all dressed and put on your makeup and you just look just beautiful. You fix your hair. You had your best outfit on. You had your nails done. You were just on, you were just on blast, right? Your husband looked at you and said, where do you think you're going? He was like, oh, he was like, man. And your <laughs> daughter even looked at you like mommy. And so you were just looking good. And I want you to imagine with me, you walked out of the house and there was a marketing person actually standing in your driveway. And the person wanted to offer you a billboard that you could feature your business on. And he wanted to offer you this this billboard at no cost. It was a gift 
that he wanted to give to you to actually help to enhance your business. So imagine with me, if you had this billboard given to you and you could put anything you wanted on it and decorate it any kind of way you wanted to, but one thing it must have would be your business name. What else might you put on the bulletin board and what colors might you use and what words might you use on that board? And hmm. Wow. Well, I'm still imagining. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so I have a theme right now, and it's kind of like a fuchsia pink, a black, and a white. Those are the colors of my business cards. <clears throat> um, so I would include those colors, and of course, okay. it would have my 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 business. Yeah, something That's like that, good. just with the black. Yeah, just with the black background. See, we have the same taste. We have yes, a lot of same minds think alike. I'm showing her podcast audience uh, uh, my business card and it has the colors that she just named yes I love that I love fuchsia pink I'm not really a, a girly girl but it's something about fuchsia pink that just I love it so okay. I would definitely go for maybe like a black background fuchsia pink words um the business name beauty pie beats and my logo is um, providing ser uh, quality service baked with love. And so that would be the um, small subtitle. Mm -hmm. um, I would provide the services that I, um, that I provide, which is makeup. I also do hair. Um, and um, I think that's probably, I would probably keep it a little simple because the billboard okay. board, you kind of drive by and try to read everything at one time. Right. And then I probably put one of my best looking pictures, you know, where I look a little decent. And my makeup looked a little nice that day. <laughs> you were always looking all nice. They're going to take that picture <laughs> of that <Thank> morning. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's what I would do. Just keep it simple. And so that when people ride by it, if they need to jot down a phone number or something like that, make sure the phone number's on there too. <laughs> that's right. And where might you place that in your city? Who? Um, I would say downtown Jacksonville. I've always been obsessed with downtown, like city areas. And um, there's like, you know, big lawyers have their signs and stuff. So I think I would want to put it like right in Jacksonville. Um, when, you know, when maybe people come for visiting, they would see it like in the, in the city area, I think is where I put it. Yes. And I, I think that even though we, we were imagining that, imagining that this was going to happen, if this truly was to happen, do you feel that it's something that's so much bigger than what you could ever imagine that it could never really become something that comes to fruition? Or do you think that you really could one day envision yourself having this beautiful billboard in downtown Jacksonville? Well, that's a good question, um, Dr. Cameron, because that's something I've been working on lately is not only imagining, but believing. And I see it happen all the time. Um, I've seen other makeup artists that started around the same time as me and, you know, they, their, their businesses have truly expanded and they put their all into it. I'm not sure what their prayer lives are like. I'm not sure if they may just know people because they truly say you never know what it takes people to get to certain points. But that's something that I'm working on is I know that I can do it. I know that, you know, if like I said, if, if I acknowledge God and if I tell him what I want, he already knows what I want, but mm -hmm. it makes me feel better sometimes to just remind him out loud through my mouth. 
mm-hmm. of what I want and what yep. I need. Speak it into and existence. Speaking it, mm-hmm. speaking it into existence. I do truly believe that that could happen one day, that that is a possibility and that it will happen one day. Whatever I want in this life, I do truly believe, and I'm in the process of believing that I can have it, you know, as long as I put in, I feel like sometimes we get caught up and we ask God and we just sit on our butts, you know, we we pray and we cry, Lord, can you please give me this? And then we sit on and click on Netflix and eat popcorn. I believe in work. (laughs) I believe in work as well. I feel like, um, God gives us the car. He gives us a full tank of gas, but he's not going to drive for us. We actually have to get up. We got to get dressed, look presentable, put in the GPS destination and actually get there. So I believe that if I put in the work, if I acknowledge God, let him know what I need and what I want and do what he's asking of me as well. Cause I can't be selfish. Mm -hmm. I can't be selfish and just do what you know, work on me, 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 and not give God any of my time. That's so right. as long as it's a two-way road with me and God, I do definitely feel like there's nothing that I, that I can't accomplish. That's right. And I'd like to share, I'd like to share this quote with, with you and with our listening podcast audience. And it says that watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch mm-hmm. your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Mm-hmm. That quote talks about watching your thoughts. The things that we speak and think, we sit around thinking about in our head, they will manifest and, mm-hmm. and they will actually walk right on out into an actual thing. So we can't sit around eating the popcorn and and watching Netflix all day long and, and watching these shows with all this raunchy stuff coming through and having all that going through our head because what's going to come out is the raunchiness, the stuff that's not like God and all. But if we sit around and we put positive thoughts in our head and you think about how am I, how am I going to get this big bulletin board out there? How am I going to add more products to my business? How am I going to actually bless somebody else? Because it's not all about Heather, but it's really about being a blessing to those in God's kingdom. When we think that way, then our thoughts and they become habits. And then our habits, they become our character. Then our character actually pushes us right into that destiny where I know that the Lord is taking you right, right. Now, Heather. I thank you for, you know, for just digging deep with me tonight and just being a little bit more introspective and sharing. And I, and I appreciate that about you. I truly do. I want to ask you one, one other question before you bless us with your song. Mm -hmm. And I, and I want to, I want you to think about this for a moment. If, if you could have dinner with three people, either those people could be alive or they could be people that have transitioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would these three people be and, and why? Hmm. If I could have dinner with three people, who would those three people be and why? Okay, um, the first person that I would have dinner with, if I could, would be Michelle Obama. 
Okay. I'm a I I I just admire Michelle Obama from the way she dresses, the way she carries herself. She's such a lady. And she's a businesswoman and she's a boss. Okay. And so she would be the first person. Um, well, one of the people. Um, I would like to include my grandmother, Mamie L. Heyman, because I miss her so much. And I feel that she passed away at a time where I was still so young. And I love my grandparents and I still do, but I just, I feel like her words and her encouragement and just her kind spirit um, would just be so lethal to me and the woman that I'm trying to become. Um, so just to have words with her and just how soft she always was, um, she would be another person. And a third person that I would love to have dinner with. Hmm. Who would be that third person? It can be male or female, right? That's right. Okay. Can be a child or an adult or... Well, I have dinner with a child every night, so I would like to make this an adult. I would definitely like to make this an adult-only um, dinner. Um, the third person that I would like to have dinner with would be... Oh, man. Um... I'm a Beyonce fan. I'm not gonna lie, Pam. I, I I admire Beyonce. It's her voice, her aura. So I feel like a combination between Michelle Obama, my grandmother, and Beyonce. That would be a pretty epic dinner. Hey, that's <laughs> great. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I see you probably see yourself in a little bit of yourself in each of those women. I would imagine. That's it. I do. That's scary. That's exactly, I think, why I would like to. Michelle Obama, the business aspect and how professional and classy she is. My grandmother, because she was always so humble, but so powerful. It's just her presence. She never had to say much. But when she was in the room, it's like, you know, Mamie arrived. That okay. was her. And uh, yeah, so those are the three people that I would definitely like to have. That's that's and Beyonce, the last one. Yes. But because yes. of her, because you said Beyonce because of her just because she's Beyonce everybody loves her and she's just a, she's just a beautiful person <laughs> that's wonderful and that's wonderful and I want you to know that you were a little hesitant about saying Beyonce I think because you know we're both Christian women and whatnot but it's okay the Lord created Beyonce created created um, Kurt Franklin you know so right. it's not like as we as Christians cannot appreciate other artistry that's out there it's what we do right. that, that matters and all right. So I want my listening audience to know that as well. We have young people that are listening, that listen to all types of music and it's okay. It's okay. Um, I would like to now transition to asking my cousin Heather, if she would bless us with about three minutes of a song because we've had about, we've got about three, four minutes left on our podcast this evening. And I want to end it with this beautiful young lady. She's beautiful inside and out. Wait until you all see her picture posted on the podcast. She's a beautiful young lady inside oh, and out. So Heather, what might you want to bless us with tonight? Okay, so the song that I want to sing tonight is called For Your Glory. Um, this is my personal ministry to myself. Um, and just the words have always ministered me in a different way. So that's the song I'll be singing. I believe it's by Tasha Cobbs. Yes, it is. 
Okay. <clears throat> Lord, if I find favor in your sight, Lord, please hear my heart's cry. I'm desperately waiting to be where you are. I'll cross the hottest desert. I'll travel near or far for your glory. I will do anything just to see you, to behold you as my king, for your glory. I will do anything just to see you, to behold you as my King. Lord, if I find favor in your sight, Lord, please hear my heart's cry. I'm desperately waiting to be where you are. I'll cross the hottest desert. And I'll travel near or far for you. your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I'll do anything just to see you and to behold you as my king for your glory. I will do anything just to see you, to behold you as my king. I want to be where you are. Jesus, thank you. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time this evening. It has really been a blessing. Yes, ma'am. And to my listening audience and hopefully to you as well. Yes, Thank you so much. Would yes, you like to have any last words before we end the podcast? Thank you guys so much for tuning in, for listening. Thank God for Dr. Pamela, aka Cousin Pamela. Um, my website is www.beautypiebeats.com. Um, visit me there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Be blessed. Yes, ma'am. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. I think it's gone. Hopefully.
Okay. Oh my goodness, it says recording and it is gone. This is gone. Oh my god, this is gone.